Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Healthy Perspectives podcast. Thanks for joining us for today's journey, and I hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back. Thanks for joining us again. Today's topic is going to be a little bit of a a challenging topic uh, because it's something inherent within all of us, and I want to address it directly. Uh, It is both a good thing and a very challenging thing, depending on what we do with it. So today's topic is um, more or less... This is big words. I'll explain it though. A gestalt principle of closure, which simply (laughs) means that we fill in gaps where we don't know. So if I give you uh, you something like A, B, C, E, F, G, you would automatically fill in the D that I didn't actually say. For those of you out there who didn't hear that correctly, because in your mind, you just filled it in. Go back and listen again. Your design is to fill in the gap. Uh, It is, it's primarily discussed in the visual cortex, but this expands to the narrative gaps too. When we are putting together a a narrative, a a storyline in our mind, we naturally fill in pieces we don't really know because we need those pieces in order to make sense of the whole thing. And you're probably going, okay, so, so what? Who cares? So, I mean, uh, you know, the, the, science, the science guy in me, I'm going to nerd out for a second here a little bit. But I want to get into discussing discussing all of the uh, prefrontal cortex and how without knowing all of the pieces, our narrative has holes in it and blah, blah, blah. I I could get into that. I'd probably bore the heck out of most of you. Those of you who know a little bit about neuroscience, you probably know a little bit about what I just said. But you don't have to know this concept in detail to understand the challenges. So today... I want to try to answer why it matters. Now there's a pros and cons to that. So you'll hear, you'll hear why it matters, why we naturally do it and why, why it naturally creates problems. So I want to go over both of those things. And then I want to tell you just briefly what you can do about it. Okay. So that's really the agenda today. Um, I I, I want to make sure that uh, um, I, I, I am still a good use of your time. So I'm always going to try to leave you these nuggets, these things at the the end, hopefully that wrap it up and help you see what you can do to challenge your natural tendency to fill in gaps. All right. So why it matters, the pros. Pattern recognition. You know, I started off saying A, B, C, E, F, G, H, I, J, and you naturally insert D thinking, oh, he just missed it. But I didn't miss it. I did that on purpose. So sometimes we use it to recognize patterns. That allows us to know what we don't know, right? You don't know if the D was supposed to be there or not, except for the fact that I've explained it a couple of times. But you fill it in 
thinking it was just missed. That allows us to be also more efficient, right? When I make a mistake, you can fill in the mistake and you don't have to stop me mid-flow and say, I think you actually meant this, right? Now, sometimes we want to do that. But much of the time, we just recognize the pattern. We say, oh, I've been down this path, A, B, C. It's a D, then an E, right? So it allows us to be more efficient. I can get started, A, B, C, D, E, and you will finish it, F, G, H, I, J, K, and you keep going and going and going. It's a pattern recognition. The same is true with, with narration. When we've seen a certain activity over and over and over, we identify what was missing and we fill it in. It's also really good for our confidence. When we can recognize patterns, fill in gaps, we can feel confident that we know stuff and that increases our value. So a lot of times it's a confidence thing. Okay. Now the fourth one is it's part of the healing process, right? Many of you out there are going, how is this part of the healing process? But it is. What we can do is go back in our history, in our mind, or we can reach out to others with empathy. Empathy is like relational fertilizer, antibiotics. It's like CPR when we're on our deathbed, right? We Empathy is a way of going back into a narrative and filling in gaps with love and acceptance that those those holes or those mistakes are not going to diminish the value of that human being in front of us, including ourselves, right? It's part of that forgiveness process. We pour empathy on and that allows us to fill in gaps with um, a, a better kindness and acceptance of the human in front of us. Okay, there is a negative side to this. Obviously, if we're filling in gaps, those gaps in all reality, those are blind spots. Those are pieces of information we don't actually know. We think we know. We convince ourselves that we know. We can confidently say it's a fact. But in reality, we don't know. What we do is we, we believe we know what we don't actually know. And that is a huge pitfall. I want you to think about yourself. Think about your life. Is there an area where you believe you know something, but not because you actually know it? Like, is there a reason that I left the D out? You can believe that the D belongs there, but I purposely left it out. Okay. This, the, the sixth point, and this is, this is also on the negative side, so we're all moving on to the negative stuff, uh, stuckness. It's hard to restructure what we believe we know. It's very hard to go back and restructure that stuff. Uh, there's, there's some reasons for it. it our, our minds close down. We do what we call, in, in, in therapy, we call it confirmation bias. 
right? Psychologically, what that means is I am looking to intentionally confirm what I think I already know. And the problem with that is we can miss new information. We can skip it because it doesn't fit the narrative we're trying to create. And it also, uh, this is where the fundamental attribution error occurs. The idea of judging ourselves different than judging others. All right, I was, I was just talking with uh, my brother the other day, and, and he said specifically, you know, the idea of getting a ticket. Well, I know it's my fault, but I am looking at all of the environmental cues. The law doesn't do that. The law says, did you run the red light or did you not run the red light? Period. But in the circumstance, the weather conditions may dictate that I hit the brakes and as a result, I go, whoa, my, my car is starting to slide. And so instead of slam on the brakes and skid through the intersection, I may let off the brake, cruise through the intersection, but actually run the red light. We judge ourselves different than we judge others. If you ran that red light, you would come up with all the reasons why you needed to run that red light. But to an outsider, they're going to just say, wow, you can't believe you ran that red light. That's such a big mistake to make. We judge ourselves different than we judge others. That's the uh, fundamental attribution error. All right. So you can, you could look up those theories if you would like. The last one, the seventh, the final one that I'm going to point at today of, of why this concept of filling in gaps matters. Susceptible to other narratives. This is, this is especially obvious uh, in things like media, politics, um, culture, cultural pressures, uh, which, you know, like uh, uh, sex and sexuality right now. It's, a, it's very noticeable in those areas. And what it is, is this. There's a subtle brainwashing that occurs. When we're filling in gaps, we can actually be brainwashed and not know it. Marketing is all about that. It's designed to try to fill in the gaps for you. And when others are trying to fill in the gap for you and control the narrative for you and you're not aware of it, it is hugely problematic because we can, we can be brainwashed. We can be convinced of things. I'll give you an example. This is, this was way, way back in the, back in the day when I was just a young man. Okay. No, it was a long time ago. I was, uh, gosh, I must've been a freshman in college. I, I had a professor talking to us about making sure that we are engaging our brains. And we started talking about commercials. And one of the commercials that came up was about the Tide commercial. Well, at that time, Tide was like the big, the big thing. You know, if you're going to wash your clothes, you got to use Tide. It's, it's the freshest, it's the cleanest, it's whatever, blah, blah, blah. And what they're doing is they're keying into a narrative we already have, a narrative that says your clothes are going to get dirty. And then they're adding in, let us fill in the gap for you by Tide. That's not a problem at all, except when we're not attentive to the reality that we're susceptible to it. 
that others will control our narrative if we are not diligent about paying attention to our own and constantly creating uh, systems within our life that allow us to go in and take a look at those gaps. So that leads us directly into what can you do? Like, ah, it's important that you know what is an option for you. One, know that this is a natural tendency. Whether you like it or don't like it, it doesn't even matter. It's not about like or dislike. If you are human, you have a tendency to fill in gaps. Know that that's happening. It's happening today. It's happening probably right here in this podcast. You're filling in gaps. Number two, practice challenging your opinions and thoughts. Purposely, intentionally design opportunities to look at different angles. This echo chamber of social media does not allow for that. So don't go there to challenge your opinion. It's the wrong place to go. You want to challenge your opinion. You're going to have to go somewhere else because the media is designed now to feed you what you think you already know. It's designed that way. Okay. Third one, patience with yourself and with others. You have to be patient. This is not an easy uh, challenge to overcome because there's a natural tendency toward it. And so we, in order to overcome it and think really uh, critically about our own thoughts and, and narratives, we have to be patient and understand we're not going to get it right all the time and own it, own it. When you don't get it right, it's okay to reformulate your thought and become something better than you were. Matter of fact, that's a good thing. Okay. So patience with yourself and others and own when you've done something that is incorrect. Even if you've been doing it for 30 years, own it, own it because that will help you reformulate those narrative gaps. Okay. And then the last one, lots and lots and lots of empathy, bring empathy to other people and to yourself. You should be a better version of yourself 10 years from now. Which means you should look back in 10 years and say, wow, I was not a great human being. You should be a better version. Okay. That's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you uh, enjoyed this podcast. Go ahead and like it. Uh, Tell a friend or 10. I want this information to get out there. This is helpful information for people. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day.